If you're looking for Pokemon style Etsy items, Pokemon Pop figures, and so much more, check out the PokeDepartmentStore.com. That's P-O-K-E-D-E-P-S-T-O-R-E.com for all your Pokemon needs. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What is up, everyone? It's me, the Pokemon Cave. Joined by my co-host, yet again, Bambi Bunny. Actually, we're uh, we're keeping a good streak here going. (laughs) So today we got a couple interesting things. A little bit of stuff for people who love shiny Pokemon. A little bit of stuff for people who love the VGC. And of course, a interesting Pokemon battle between me and Bambi Bunny. This time around, we're diving into the kind of the game aspect, and we're coming gym leaders now um i created my list this morning at the gym and happens if you lose this week uh, well it would give me more topics to speak to my therapist about <laughs> <laughs> she won't know what the hell i'm talking about but anyhow i'll get that off my chest <laughs> she usually asks how was your week and well it might just start off with my freaking co-host <laughs> so looking at shiny pokemon one pokemon in particular a shiny feebas now of course you can get shiny feebas in the new dlc um teal mask for the scarlet and violet games however we all know that teal mask came out what like a month ago apparently this guy maybe he went into the future when you look at the headline, he apparently spent nearly three years hunting for this shiny Feebas. I mean, one plus one does not equal 50. So where do you get three years from a game that only came out a month ago? Well, you know, you know how hard it is to plan. And really, it's all about luck when it comes to shiny hunting, right? Especially when it comes to normally rare sighted Pokemon like Feebas. Um, so one fan learned this the hard way after he was spending nearly three years worth of time hunting for a Feebas on new TLC, Teal Mask TLC, sorry. Now, of course, again, how is this really possible? Well, when questioned by others on Reddit about how you could really spend three years on a DLC that came out literally a month, they explained that they pressed the home button while Scarlet and Violet is open, then going to the date and time settings. From there, they make sure it's set to manual, and when the game asks to put in a new time, they don't actually change anything and simply press OK. Uh, This process apparently forces outbreaks to reset. By doing so, by the so-called math on how this would play out, if they were waiting for outbreaks to reset in real time, they came out to a figure nearly three years. Um, I don't exactly know the math of how long it takes for an outbreak to reset, I don't know how many times this guy pressed the time reset on his switch. 
but uh, some users were suggesting that they might not be in the correct location to find a Feebas, as the Pokemon spawns in a remote cave under the Crystal Pool. Which, oddly enough, I had no idea there was even a cave under the Crystal Pool. So guess <laughs> where I'm going after this? <laughs> uh, now, of course, others just simply suggested using the Masuda method, due to the amount of time it takes, as it would be better than constantly resetting the game. Uh, in fact, one user said that they caught a or they hatched a shiny Peebass after 287 eggs, I believe it was. Again, it doesn't really say how many times this guy reset the game. But if you apparently spent somewhere in the ballpark of nearly three years in mythical time um, resetting your switch, I'm going to assume it probably would have been quicker to do the other methods. <laughs> More than likely. Um, on the flip side, though, I mean, yes, it's all about the hunt. We all want to hunt for a shiny Pokemon. I mean, I I opened Violet the one day, and there was a shiny Geodude just sitting in front of me at startup. <laughs> I wasn't searching for shiny Pokemon, but there was a shiny Pokemon like five feet in front of me. So I caught it. Um, I mean, yeah, everybody loves a shiny Pokemon, but... There's hundreds of companies out there that you can literally sell shiny Pokemon. Um, they are legitimate. Most well, most of them are legitimate. There's a few sketchy looking ones that might crash your game. Um, also, you can sometimes get them through trades. There's been a few times where I've gotten shiny Pokemon from uh, mystery trades or surprise trades, I guess it'd be. So, I mean, where's comes to shove? Just get one from any other means. I mean, I'm sure people have many shiny Pokemon. Just get one from them. Search out, you know. That's what, <laughs> make friends. Yeah, make friends. That's what Facebook and Instagram and all that other crap. Or hell, Reddit. I mean, he was on Reddit. Just freaking type in, hey, I'm looking for a shiny P-Bass. Anybody can help. I'll trade you blah, blah, blah. I mean, reach out. Now, I mean... <sighs> Would you would you go to that depth to try and get a shiny Pokemon? I went to that depth when um oh gosh, what was that one Switch game that came out? Oh, Super popular. Um Animal something. <laughs> Literally every game humanly possible. <laughs> um why can't I remember that in Animal Crossing? There we go. When that game came oh, out God. and the whole turn up thing, someone sent the the time hack. Oh, yeah, best believe I use that. I wouldn't spend that much time doing it, but I have done the time reset for games. I never understood the whole freaking Animal Crossing bullshit. <laughs> it was really cute at first. I mean, I think it's a really good outlet for people who, you know, want to be electronically creative because you can create your own little islands and stuff. And I was far enough into the game that I could actually redo, like, landscapes and you know, put down roads, and I had, like, a whole dark and spooky theme. It was it was fun for a while. I kind of burnt myself out on it pretty quick, though. I don't know. I, I wouldn't say I would go to the same lengths as this guy, though, but I have definitely yeah. used a time hack on the Switch. Yeah, I mean, I... Again, like, I, it'd be nice if I knew how long it took him to do this. Well, I mean, obviously, I don't... It doesn't even say if he actually freaking got the damn shiny feet pass. He could still be going. 
You know, I thought this story was kind of funny because I, you know, I play Pogo not as much as I used to. It's more like sparingly here and there. Right. Um, I've been trying to evolve my shiny feedback forever. <laughs> but I, I'm always like driving around. So and I don't I, I don't have like my Apple Watch on anymore. And so it's not tracking like my steps uh, unless I'm, you know, in the app and walking like my dog or something so it never tracks it mm. and it's just not going and that's fine actually speaking of that i saw a guy at the gym that i go to uh i think last week he was literally on the treadmill running with the phone in his hand <laughs> to hatch an egg <laughs> i don't think that would work though because it's stationary uh, it, there was some weird thing, like, it showed his characters just running around in circles, almost. Huh. Yeah, I've seen the, the sock hack that people do. Oh. You put your phone in, like, two different tube socks, <laughs> you just swing it around for, like, ten minutes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently that works. I don't know if I would go to that part. <laughs> yeah, what if I hit the wall? Uh, yeah. I can't tell if I hatched the Pokemon or not. The screen's busted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Now, um, moving on to the video game. Apparently, with the Regulation E now coming into effect as of October 1st. So, you know, it's been almost a month now. Um, we're getting some new Pokemon that are a bill or are allowed to be used in regulation e when it comes to the video game championships uh now of course a couple of these right off the bat is ogre pond uh both the teal mask version the cornerstone mask version and the wellspring mask version oh sorry and uh hearth flame so all four uh different versions you can definitely use those and they all come with different abilities and uh, sets that can help you. Uh, for instance, abilities for teal mask form uh, is defiant. However, when you terrestrialize it as the grass type, it becomes embody aspect. The embody aspect grants a speed boost upon activation and re-entry into battle each time. Now, the Ivy Cud Gel Cud Cud Gel move <laughs> is of course its signature move um you'll likely see it used by each of the mask pokemon's forms which is typing determined by the mask it holds now ivy cuddle is a potent grass type attack with a high crit rate um or high hit crit crit high rate there we go holy crap you'd think that was a freaking tongue twister <laughs> Now, it has already remarkable attack and speed stats, which makes it a valuable addition to any team in Regulation E. Uh, it outpaces significant threats previously seen in Regulation D, such as the Rapid Strike Urshifu, and can deal a lot of damage with its grass-type moves. Now, the Grass Rock version of it has Sturdy um, as its ability and, again, Embody Aspect. So we already know what Embody Aspect does. Um, however, I mean, I, I don't think I would really use the rock type. I don't, I don't even think I used the rock type in the DLC. It was kind of stupid. 
So when it terrestrializes, it provides a defense boost upon activation and whenever it returns to the field after switching out uh, with the embody aspect. Now again, the Ivy Cuddle attack likewise becomes a rock type move instead of a grass type. It is a potent threat against flying or ice type Pokemon. And of course, the Wellspring Mask form has water absorb and again, embody aspect. It's uh, commonly paired with Tornadus or Tailwind support uh, for Tailwind support, sorry, and Chen Pal for its Swords of Ruin ability. The Wellspring Mask Ogre Pond can become an immediate threat that trainers will need to answer doing so because or becomes even tougher when Encore gives it the option to disrupt opponents who try to outstall the onslaught, uh, giving it further room to boost its damage with sword stance. So, of course, uh, Wellspring Mask does need support against the grass-type threats that are becoming more prominent under Regulation E, <clears throat> since they will be resistant to both grass and water damage. Uh, it would be far more difficult for the grass and water-type Pokemon to effectively leverage um, the terrestrialization compared to its counterparts. Now, of course, the Hearth Flame, uh, I mean, that is a, it's a weird, weird typing. It's a grass fire type, which literally, okay. literally counteract each other. <laughs> like, well, at least it's not a water fire type. That's when I'd start asking some actual questions. Yeah. <laughs> if you have a Pokemon that can use Hydro Pump and Flamethrower at the same time... <laughs> <laughs> you might want to just give up then. <laughs> well, actually, you know what? Can't Dragonite do that? I'm pretty sure Dragonite can use both fire, water, and grass moves, and electric. Mm, quite possibly. I am almost certain. I know definitely electric. Uh, and of course, Dragon-type moves. Now... God, this is the fire think it's grass type just one. Fire and electric. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. Oh, okay. So of course, the hearth flame one has mold breaker, and again, embody aspect. Now, mold breaker ability also allows it to bypass certain opposing abilities, such as heat rans, flash fire. Considering Orgrimmon can still hit them with a fire type attack. Now the uh, Hearth Flame Mask Orgrimmon excels when backed by the support of Pokemon that know speed control moves like Tailwind or Icy Wind, uh, much like the more offensive variations uh, of its other forms. An intriguing development to watch for is its potential partnership with Iron Bundle, which can deliver offensive coverage against opposing water types via freeze-dry. Of course, Iron Bundle can also use Icy Wind for essential speed control, especially if it's holding the booster energy item to raise its highest stat. Uh, this tactic allows Orgrimmon to act before its opponents, providing its opportunity to unleash devastating attacks. So essentially, like it's it's a good... Regardless of which version you pick, it's a good hard-handing Pokemon, but it's even more capable of being more utilized if it has a decent support as the secondary Pokemon. Um, so you really need to pick and choose where you, you lie with that. Now, another one um, that just came out, which 
I mean, I haven't really used this as well uh, in the DLC. Is Sin? Oh God, Sin Sin this Cha? The new matcha Pokemon thing. <laughs> <laughs> the matcha flavored one. Yeah, the matcha flavor, the grass ghost type. You know, the, the one that's in a different pot. <laughs> so common held items for this one would be the focus sash leftovers and citrus berry with a preferred ability of hospitality so it's another pokemon that was newly discovered um it's a grass type pokemon makes for a versatile supportive option it's got a very unique ability uh which heals an ally by a quarter of their maximum health when it enters battle uh, its wide pool of utility moves includes Trick Room for slower offensive strategies, which, oh my god, I finally got to witness Trick Room in a Terra Raid, and I almost freaking rage quit. <laughs> that thing stalls you out instantly <laughs> if you don't see it coming. It is brutal. Uh, uh, strength Sap for Recovery. And the signature move, Matcha Gotcha. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's an amazing freaking name. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> it almost it reminds me of uh, Greedence Max Yum Yum for the TCG. <laughs> I freaking love it. <laughs> so it, it uh, feels- I think Gudra has a slurp and slide. <laughs> Not one of them does. I can't remember if it was Gudra or Guzzlord. Either way, I thought it was hilarious. Oh, it'd be even better if it was Guzzlord. Yeah. Serpent slide to Guzzlord. I think it's Gudra, though. <laughs> it might be, because, yeah, because uh, Gumi, or is it Gumi? Yeah, Gumi evolves from it, right? Yes. Or uh, yeah, it's like the, the slimy Pokemon. It's like a snail almost, or like a slug. And then it becomes like oh, a bigger... Oh, sorry. Slip and trip, not slip and slide. Oh. oh. I know. That's not as great. That just sounds like a workplace incident. <laughs> slip and slide. <laughs> I mean, slip and slurp <laughs> sounds like the next name of a porno. Guzzlord eats sloppily. That's one. <laughs> oh, God. And yet, and yet, cards back in the day got banned for useless crap, and yet we get all these amazing Pokemon moves, and not a single thing gets banned anymore. <laughs> it's great. I love it. <laughs> so, of course, it's a grass-type damage um, for Matcha Gacha. Uh, it's a damage to both opponents while healing while healing itself, sorry, for 50% of the damage dealt, on top of 20% chance to burn its targets. That's freaking. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Awesome. I mean, it's only got a 20% chance of a burn, but hey, I mean, you you heal yourself 50% of the damage dealt. So if you're doing like a crit hit, that's even better for you. Plus, you got the chance to burn. Uh, trainers looking for a more selfish strategy can, can consider Calm Mind as an option that can boost its own special attack and special defense, allowing it to pose a greater offensive threat while still supporting allies. Uh, overall, it's shaping up to be one of the best new Pokemon available for Regulation E. Then, of course, we have Ursaluna Blood Moon Form. <laughs> this thing is freaking awesome. I... I loved how I caught it in the game. Um, it, it's it's kind of cool. It's not going to lie. Uh, so the Blood Moon form introduced in Teal Mask offers a special new offensive threat. Its ability, Mind's Eye, allows it to hit ghost-type Pokemon with its normal and fighting-type moves while ignoring accuracy drops. Freaking awesome. Love it. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's so many times where I forget that hey this move has no effect and i'll bring bring in a pokemon and like three quarters of my moves have no effect and it's like well that was useless <laughs> <laughs> shit now of course blood moon ursaluna also boosts a potent potent normal type signature move blood moon which has 120 base power and 100 percent accuracy with the drawback that it can't be selected on consecutive turns in battle. Now, of course, its low speed stat makes it a prime candidate for Trick Room teams where it can thrive with partners such as Cresselia, uh, Farafarig, and Sinistra, Sinistra, I think, yeah. Trainers often equipped it with a throat spray item for a special attack boost after using Hyper Voice, enhancing its damage output. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta get that throat numbing spray. Yes. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Being able to learn Earth Power alongside its normal type attacks gives Blood Moon Ursula additional coverage for super effective damage against the steel types and rock types that resist its normal type attacks. Now, just like its Hisuian counterpart, Blood Moon Ursula would be a huge threat under the Trick Room environment in regulation e and unlike its brethren it has the advantages of not being as hindered by the intimidate users (laughs) now the last two i don't know about these but uh, maybe the last two are empoleon and alowan form nine tails yeah so, of course, Emporion, now with the access to the comp- competitive ability in place of Defiant, uh, capitalizes on strong special attack stat to punish overuse uh, of the popular Intimidate ability. Its water and steel typing provides many resistances with only a few weaknesses, countering several threats from the previous format. Its Flash Cannon deals high damage to popular Pokemon such as Fluttermane, which, I mean... Uh, be interesting to see if Fluttermane continues to be one of the most used Pokemon. It definitely was in the last year's version. 
Um, I mean, I saw it constantly in Pokemon Worlds. Be interested to see if Fluttermane continues to be used heavily. I I really don't think it will be, though. Um, and its Icy Wind contributes to speed control. The combination of Air Slash and Water-type moves offers excellent coverage against Grass-type Pokemon, including Heat Ran, which is commonly given Grass as its Terra-type. Now, players may want to opt for a Assault Vest item to bolster the Special Defense while taking advantage of a full four offensive moves or a Life Orb to maximize its offensive potential with the competitive ability. Uh, of course, Citrus Berries can also extend Emporion's longevity while it provides invaluable speed control to support its team. Uh, the rise of Grass-type Pokemon like Orcapon and Rillaboom, especially with their access to Grassy Glide, doesn't help Emporion to come as freely into Regulation E as it would like, but with some smart terrestrializing, it has the tools to bypass these threats and become prominent figures in the new format. And finally, of course, the Alolan Form Ninetales, which for some reason I thought you could catch Alolan Vulpix in the game. You can't. I remember, yeah, you were, yeah. You were talking about that. Uh, yeah, I... <laughs> Apparently my daughter knows way more than I do when it comes to the video games because I searched for it cons- like constantly. And my <laughs> daughter came up, she goes, well, what are you looking for? And I said, well... There's no, like, snowy area in this game, like the DLC. She goes, well, no, but why does that matter? I said, well, because I'm looking for a freaking Alolan Ninetale or Alolan Vulpix. Like, I am I have, like, a shit ton of these stones. I want to get Alolan Ninetales. She's like, oh, that's easy. You can't get it. That's easy. You can't get it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like. A savage answer right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, typical nine-year-old. I'm like, uh, the hell do you mean? She's like, you, you can't get it. You can trade for it. She's like, or you can purchase it from someone or whatever. She's like, you can't get it. It's not open world Pokemon. I'm like, oh, well, that just wasted like two hours of my day. <laughs> Here I am searching every freaking crevice for a low end Bullpix. <laughs> could have been worse. She could have kept searching and then she just could have not told you and laughed. She's done that a few times with other Pokemon. Or she'll just commonly walk past and go, you should check out this YouTuber. They show you where to find this, this, and this. So I'll search for it on my phone while I'm playing the game. And first thing they say, oh, yeah, yeah, you can't get this Pokemon. Well, gee, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I had to, like, search for it. You couldn't just tell me. She's like, "Uh, you know, figure it out. (laughs) You're fine. That's fine. Yeah, Yeah, I, I think that's her way of getting back at me for... All the times of playing the TCG and just wiping the freaking earth with her. <laughs> she figures, oh, I, you're really good at the TCG. I'm really good at the VGC. Uh, I'll I'll just kind of poke it, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Guess so. Yeah. So, of course, Alolan Vulpix. Or, sorry, Ninetales. <laughs> uh, making its Scarlet and Violet debut in the DLC, which... Eh, Apparently it doesn't. Uh, becomes a valuable weather setter under the uh, regulation E. Its snow warning ability summons snow for five turns, offering a defensive boost to ice-type Pokemon with a high speed stat. Now, of course, it excels at setting up Aurora Veil to enhance the team's defensive capabilities 
It leverages its fairy and ice typing with Blizzard and Moonblast for powerful attacks, while moves like Icy Wind and Encore provide additional support for dis disruption options. Now, of course, one thing that Alone and Ninetales may struggle against is the influx of other weather, weather setters capable of preventing the use of Aurora Veil. There's already high motivation to invoke harsh sunlight to help boost the power of the Paradox Pokemon with photosynthesis. And there are a number of water type Pokemon that would thrive with help from the Drizzle ability or Rain Dance. Now, of course, if Alone and Ninetales faces obstacles like this, it doesn't carry the defensive stability to regularly win out in the weather war, but still Alone and Ninetales is worth keeping an eye on as the Regulation E set unfolds. And of course, common partners would be Cresselia and Ursaluna um, for different typings, Politoed and Ludicolo, Chempal and Orgapon, Sinicha and Iron Hands, Gothitelli and Orgapon, and Iron Bundle and Hearth Flame Mask Orgapon, if you wanted to pair those up. And with that, <laughs> we now move on to our Pokemon battle. Now I oh it took me well we, we recorded what last Monday? I have no idea. Time is a totally right. irrelevant concept to me at this point. Yeah. Actually no, no, it wasn't Monday. I think it was Thursday. Because I would have worked Monday night. Yeah, I think we recorded Thursday. So yeah, for this entire weekend, I I really struggled to <laughs> to find a type. Now I think I I came up with a decent type. There's a little. Did you go the predictable route? No. Well, then this could be interesting. Okay. Okay. So I'm assuming you mean did I go fire or ghost? I would have figured you went ghost, dark, or poison. Ooh, I actually, I almost settled on poison. <laughs> I I started to pick my team for poison, and then I realized, nah, you know what? I have a She's better option. It out. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so I, at least now I know which street to stay away from. <laughs> <laughs> so with that going forward, what type did you decide to pick? I went back and forth between two different ones. Um, at first, I was thinking I wanted to do some kind of steel. Uh -huh. Or I was going to do the, the predictable and, and go with like a poison type, right? Mm -hmm. But then I decided no, because I was very concerned you might go dragon typing. Because you're an ass sometimes. That's another one that I thought about going <laughs> at one point. So just to cover some bases, and it probably completely screwed me this week, but I went fairy type. Ooh, okay. Well, yeah, this is going to be interesting because I went steel. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm not scared. I'm not yeah. scared. Okay. <laughs> I, so, I, I sort of planned ahead for that, even though it's like one of the main weaknesses of fairy typing. So, <clears throat> yeah. So for your first Pokemon, what did you pick? I always pronounce it wrong, but I went with Mawil. Mawile. Okay. 
<laughs> I'll just I'll just click on the freaking type and everything will be fine. All right. <laughs> I went. This is an interesting one. Trash worm Wormadam? Oh Wormadam. yeah. Yeah, the, I know which one that is. The different version of Wormadam. Bug steel type. Uh I'm resistant to your fairy. And I'm resistant to your steel. <laughs> and you take normal damage from my steel. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. This is gonna be a clean sweep this week, I feel. Oh, I hope so. That make me feel so much better. <laughs> you can't really pin a, a fairy type against steels. This just doesn't work. No. Alright, my number two is Magdamite. Steel electric. Okay. I went with Tinkaton. Oh, okay. It's another steel fairy type. Yeah. So you are normal against my electric, normal against my steel. <laughs> uh i am resistant from your fairy and steel wonderful <laughs> all right um, next oh next i went with wimiscot wimiscot okay oh, okay there we go grass cotton ball oh. sheep thing yeah you know what's funny is i actually picked seven pokemon just in case there was like a tiebreaker <laughs> 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 i don't think i need my seventh pokemon <laughs> i think we're good yeah, so Grass Fairy, oh, hello, you are weak against a shit ton. So much. Okay, well, my third is Skarmory. Steel Flying Tight. So I'm still flying resistant against your Grass, and of course your Fairy. Flying, you are. It doesn't even say anything about flying. Oh, yes, yes it does. You're two times weak against my Flying, <laughs> and two okay. times weak against my Steel. <laughs> that works. For some reason, I was looking further down to see you about, like, resistance to my flying or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Number three. Three or four? That is number four for me. There you go. Is Orthworm. Flat up steel type. Orthworm. I went with Wigglytuff. Oh, that's cute. I know. You're going to die. It's... Oh, you're two times weak against my steel. Yeah, it's a fairy type. What do you expect? <laughs> and I'm half resistant to your fairy and normal. <laughs> oh. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, two more painful ones. I went with Iron Valiant. Oh, okay. <laughs> fairy fighting. Mm, this might be interesting. Okay. I went if I with... win one, I'll be shocked. I'll take that as a as a, a weekly win. Oh, if, if you can... win one, that would be scary. <laughs> <laughs> I went with <laughs> I went with Bisharp. Dark okay. steel type. So I was looking at the wrong one. There we go. Dark steel. You're two times weak against my steel. Yeah. And then you're, you're resistant to my dark fairy fighting. Uh, ooh. I'm four times weak against your fighting. Let's go. Yeah, that would uh Wow, you actually took one. Holy shit. I'm okay. counting that as, as a weekly win right there. That counts for me. <laughs> yeah. So clearly we don't need our my seventh pick. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's not happening this week. <laughs> okay. Uh, number, uh, number six, sorry, for me is Empoleon. Water steel. Mm, I went with Empoleon again. <laughs> I went with Ralph. 
Oh, okay. Very. Of course, I get a freaking ad. That's beautiful. So, yeah, you're weak against my steel. You are normal damage against my water. You're very psychic. I'm resistant and resistant. So, yeah, I definitely take that one. Mm-hmm. And with that, we've officially learned, in fact, steel does beat fairy typings. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Now, did you did you pick a number seven off by chance? I had one waiting in the wings. Okay. Well, for shits and have, giggles, what did you have? I had Sylveon waiting in the wings just in case. Sylveon, okay. Straight up fairy. My yeah. only single typing. Wow, okay, yeah. Uh, That's why I saved it for, for last, because I really didn't want to use it. <laughs> it's funny, because I had Mawal. Oh, my seventh, which is which was your first. So yeah, steel fairy against uh, fairy. So we would have been resistant. Well, you would have been resistant to me. I would have been resistant to you. But then you would have been two times weak against my steel. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So wow. I mean, uh, hmm, five to five to one. Hey, it's a steel fairy type. Like, what do you, what, what do you expect to happen? <laughs> as soon as I heard steel, I was like, well, I'm screwed. That's yeah. great. <laughs> we should do this again next week. That was fun. I almost went fighting just so I could use Cubone, but... Or ground, I'm sorry. <laughs> I I'm, didn't know Cubone was fighting. <laughs> <laughs> He's a little fighter. I'm triple tasking yeah. at the moment. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm organizing cards, and I'm currently working on the fightings right now. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm. And on that note, we say have a good night. Or, sorry, actually, well, I guess more of a good day, seeing as this comes out at 6 o'clock in the morning. But then again, you know, who knows when you're actually listening to this. Uh, and we will see you again next week for, well, some interesting stories, hopefully, and... uh Maybe another interesting Pokemon battle. Maybe we'll we'll definitely do another gym battle. And I mean, this worked out really well for me for once. <laughs> Take the win while it comes. I know it does not happen very often anymore. Usually, you're spanking me pretty hard with this. So I mean, yeah, we might uh, we might do this again next week. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll extend my winning streak to two. Doesn't happen very often. <laughs> On that note, we'll see you again next week. Take care, everyone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.